welcome to Keeping It Real with Beth and Darren. We started our show when the pandemic first hit, and now, about a million days later, we're still doing it. Or 90. Or 90-ish. So listen in, laugh, chat with us, but all I can tell you is that we're going to be keeping it real every single time. Okay, we're here. That's too early. What are you doing, girl? It's fine. At least we can, then I could share it, too. All right. Although, are we going to get, like, uh... It's 10.27. I don't think people are up yet. They wake up at 10.30. It's 10.28. That's 10.28 now. Good morning, everybody. Sorry, okay. we're getting, we're, we're starting a little early today because we just came down. Oh, Pam is here. Good morning, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> don't run on us, Pam. I know you're there. We know you're watching. Yeah. All right. Hey. So just at least say hello, okay? <laughs> We uh, just came back from breakfast, and Beth was trying to figure out where we're doing our show today. So we're down. I, I kind of wanted to do it by the water, but we. We are. We're kind of by the water. Yeah. We're, we're by the pool. Right. We're down by the hotel pool. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so it's been a fun trip so far. Less than how many hours we've been here since like, what time did we get here yesterday? Uh, felt like oh my god, it's like, four-ish. It, took, it, it took forever to get. It did. It took forever it did. to get to Maine. Um, and we're not even at the furthest part of Maine. We're at the, we're at the close part. We're, we're in Ogonquit, which is the easy part of Maine to get to, and it still took forever. Yeah. Uh, but it's nice. It's, um, we're having a very nice time. Hope everybody out there is having a nice weekend as well. Um, things <laughs> My uh, sunglasses on, even though it's a little... Uh... So one of the things that Beth read before we got here was that Ogonquit was pretty packed, uh, especially the beaches. And uh, I th- was th- right. th- those reports are correct. Yes. Algonquin is packed right now. Yeah. So that's a little bit concerning, but I would say that you and I are pretty scrappy, right? We're pretty yeah. shifty. We vi- we managed to avoid the uh, managed to avoid the crowds. So we're trying to stay away from any areas where it's uh, too densely populated, which has been a couple of different spots. But I have to say that people in town so are nice. a, a, a super nice. Everybody's very good about wearing the masks. Uh, although we did witness say a, a breakup of an activity yesterday by the police as we were walking through town, there was a concert going on, like a you know, live not a concert, music. Live, live music, and people started to gravitate uh, towards the spot, and we saw the police officer come by, and they had to, sh- had to shut it down. But beyond, beyond that, it was um, you know people have been pretty good. Although I was at breakfast this morning, and this woman, I, I, I felt bad. This woman was in a wheelchair outside and parked herself right next to me probably about three feet away from me. Thank God she was in a different direction, so she wasn't breathing in my general way. But uh, that was a little disconcerting. But other than that, it was uh, Yeah, everybody's was okay. being very respectful. Everybody's being very respectful. Yeah. Um, so last night, Beth Beth had was laser-focused. Okay, when we came looking for a place for dinner, Beth didn't give a rat's ass where we went. Okay, didn't care. The only thing she was concerned about is... Lobster. Lobster. That was it. That's I don't it. Ca- I don't care... I don't care how you serve it to me. I don't care what the plate looks like. I don't care about the decor outside. I don't care about the decor inside. I don't care who's serving to me. I, I just want a lobster, and I want it now. <laughs> so we we walked in. Well, well, we drove into town. We ended up parking the spot, and then we we walked down to a couple restaurants. And the outdoor seat the outdoor seating was pretty crowded. But we one place caught our eye. It was like this little shack. Right, a little, sto- yeah. a little storefront, like a hole in the wall kind of. That thing. had a special, had a sign on the door, and there was no seating inside. It was just a place you can just grab and go. 
and it said seventeen ninety five for two lobsters. Two. For two <laughs> seventeen ninety five for two lobsters. And corn. And corn. Seventeen ninety five for two lobsters. Thought it was like a scam. No scams. But there's no scams at all. So we walked back to the place after we couldn't get seating at another place. And Beth's like, I don't care. This is fine for me. All I want is the lobster. So I walked up. The guy was super nice. And I'm like, is that real? Is that is that true? What you're advertising, $17.95 for, for two lobsters? Yeah. This is what it looks like. He showed two lobsters and a piece of corn. We're like, wow. Yep. Sign us up. And we just grabbed a bench. And that was picnic the table. picnic table. And, and that was our dinner. And Beth said, this is just it's fantastic. fantastic. And there was so much meat in the lobster. <laughs> I was like, every time I kept cracking it open, there was like more meat. It was so good. Mm. I mean, who, who needs to go to a fancy restaurant? It's like, that's she, all I wanted yeah, was yeah, my she, lobster. She's like, I just want a lobster. She planned on having lobster for lunch today. Yes. She'll be having it for dinner and most likely will be having it again tomorrow. Yeah, before we go. I got to get it all in. But it was great. I mean, you can't be, I ended up having a little bit, some other stuff too, the clam chowder and, and but it's like $30 for a dinner in Maine and was completely full. $30? Oh, because you oh, had yeah, the. Yeah, because I had the clam yeah, chowder. Yeah. We did have drinks, but 30 bucks for, for a dinner. It was and great. And with lobster. I mean, you kidding me? It's fantastic. Yeah. So when we were walking back from the place, back to our car, because we parked it up the road a little bit. The Mazda MX-5, which we're test driving this weekend, and And it's fabulous. It is. It's very nice, okay? But I know nothing about cars. I know zero. I can't fake it. I can't do it. He can drive it. I can drive it, but that's the extent of it. We walk back from the place to this parking lot where we had the car, and I turned off the, uh, I disarmed the alarm to unlock the car, and there were two people right there next to the car and when I they were admiring it, it they were admiring the car and the guy started asking <laughs> Beth some questions about the car and we were both like um uh, Muhammad Muhammad and I, I I said I had to come clean I said I said dude it's not our car we just ha- <laughs> we just have it for the weekend I said we're frauds I said that's it that's all I can tell you we're frauds it's not our car we just got it for the weekend and they started cracking up because at least they came clean. Yeah, but I you know what was funny though? Earlier, like when we were at, when we checked into the hotel, there was a man who also started engaging in conversation because we started taking all of our bags out of the, the car. <laughs> we got a lot of questions about the car. Yeah, and I can't answer any of them. But he told us, <laughs> and I'm gonna have to find it online because I was saying, you know, you couldn't really fit a um, suitcase in it. So I, he said that there's some sort of like roadster packing gear that you can buy to fit specifically in those kinds of cars. So now I'm going to look for that eventually when we actually when get, we get when we get a car like a car that. Like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. See, look, at, look at all the knowledge we're I mean, getting about the car. People like to just give information. And then, you, then also Adam Fryer yesterday you have sent a nice, you. When you have a nice car, people, people want to help pe- you. People want to <laughs> people want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nobody wants to talk to us like it never happens, SUVs. It never happens to us when we're driving our other cars at home. Um, so, th- so that was that was pretty funny. Um, not so funny uh, on a sad note maybe why don't you share a story about your friend who just passed away uh yeah it was a i was scrolling on facebook i was up early this morning and um i was up oh somebody's saying we're too oh so i was up early and um this is a really like wonderful family friend her name was rose lentini and she's i love that name yeah i just love that name She's just one of those people that she was a really close friend of my mom's. And when I was growing up, and we, they had my parents bought a house in, in um, Dingmansbury, Pennsylvania, in Wild Acres. And 
the Lentinis were the ones that we became friends with, and we would go and, and visit them. We'd just walk over our hill, and that's where their house is. They had a little chalet, and we would hang out with them all summer. My brother and I would hang out with Vinnie Boy, her son, who unfortunately passed away uh, a couple years ago. And it was a family of six. She had six kids, uh, twins, Diane and Donna, um, Mary Ellen, Phyllis. I, don't, I remember she had a son named Sal. I don't remember. Um, oh, and I guess and Vinnie Boy. So Vinnie Boy. Vinnie Boy. How, how great is that to have like a yeah? Have well, a and her hu- and her husband Vinnie was also the nicest, nicest man. And he unfortunately died young. He had a brain tumor. Um, but Rose was just had the best laugh and such an amazing cook. Her mom's name was Fanny, and I remember when my brother and Vinny started, they were like pilfering cigarettes from his grandma Fanny, <laughs> and I was only like six, and and some and Fanny was like sitting there and said, where'd my cigarettes go? And I said, I know, <laughs> and it was because my brother and, and Vinny stole the cigarettes, but, um, but Rosie was just... You know, it's, I, I kept saying to Darren, I said, you know, there's like a couple of people in my mom's life that when they go, it's going to be really hard. And she's one of those. Like, I saw that today and it just like, just put a hole in my heart because I just like, I thought she, I know, you know, she was just wonderful. I, was, I, I had the opportunity to meet her once. Yeah. And she, was gr- she was great. And how old do you think she was? She was right she around was 90? probably, yeah, close to 90. Her mom lived to well over 100, but she was, she had breast, she was a breast cancer survivor, and she also was hit by a car years oh ago, really bad. Um, and she still survived that, and, and she has amazing family, and they were all, you know, just great, great people. So my heart goes out to the Lentinis, because Rosie was the best. So. May she rest in peace. Yes, yes. So my question for you is, did you find out about this news before or after you broke the coffee pot in the room this morning? I didn't break the co- Don't say anything. <laughs> Jeez. <Okay>. Before. <laughs> and I didn't break the coffee pot. The spring's a little off. We got, she got up this morning, and, oh. I, I, and I was trying to sleep late. I was trying because I don't sleep very well. And all of a sudden, I hear, clinking. I was and trying like, to what make are you coffee. Do- like, what are you doing? For a minute, I thought you were like messing around with like the top of the toilet or something. That's what no. it sounded like. She goes, I'm trying to make coffee. I'm like, oh, okay, well, why don't you try to make me some too then if you're going to. And she did, and all of a sudden I hear, she's like, damn it. Like, what is it? She goes, damn, sp- the, the damn spring. The came damn out. spring came out. And you still managed to make the coffee afterwards anyway? I kind of fixed it again, <laughs> and then it broke again. So I, I don't, don't know, know what kind of deposit we have on the room or what the charge is for a broken coffee pot. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. all the parts are there. I just don't know how to put it back. Maybe the maid can, like, the cleaning girl can we'll figure that. It. Figure that. Oh, by I the way, know. that's an interesting thing about the cleaning is that they come in, they will um, give you change of towels and stuff like that but what they will not do now given covid they will not change your beds right they won't make the beds until you leave until you leave so they will change right they will change them like once (laughs) that would be gross once once you leave them they'll they'll change but they won't do it while you're staying exactly um which makes sense which does make sense so real quick i want to wish happy birthday to norell and summer adams uh they are the twin daughters of our family friend terry adams so happy birthday to the didn't we summer? go to their bat mitzvahs like when we were kids? We were like twenty something. Uh, yes, we did. Yes, it was we did. Quite over the yes, top. Yes, that was, uh, it was lovely. A, it was really. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, um, hope you have a great day celebrating your birthday. And hello, Terry. Um, it's a good thing we're not in Westchester this weekend. The Hutch is going to be closed from tonight till tomorrow through Pelham all the way through 
like Mount Vernon. Like oh, really? Through New, New Rochelle. Oh, wait, somebody, we lo- oh, Sharon, we love Algonquin, even the ice-cold ocean water that awakens oh, every it's, molecule. It's but so, my it's so family nice loves if you, Rangely. If any, you haven't, seriously, if you mm. haven't been to Algonquin, people, like, you really need to make a trip. It's such a great place. Yeah, uh, and the shops, I can't wait to go into all the little shops, my favorite thing. But for the people that are stuck in Westchester right now, avo- avoid... The entire hutch is closed? Well, not the entire, from, like, exit 6 all the way through exit 15. Ooh, from bad. Starting tonight to tomorrow. So I imagine the traffic is going to be an absolute mess. So whatever you're planning on doing tomorrow, please take that into account, because there's nothing worse than spending your Sunday sitting in traffic. Um, maybe there's a couple things that are worse. Maybe if you live in New York City and you see garbage piling up, that could possibly Ugh, be worse. Yeah. Um, garbage is becoming, a, is continuing to be a real problem in the city. They've cut down service from every day to three days a week because of $21 million in budget cuts. Nope. Okay. We're Thank you. <laughs> it's nice. They asked us if we're having breakfast. And we're just talking to you folks. We went to Bessie's, actually. We it's went a to well-known breakfast place in Algonquin. It was very good. It was. Um... So, going back to the garbage, this somehow always makes its way back in conversations to the police defunding because the person in the city who's in charge of the sanitation committee is Councilman Antonio Reynoso. Mm -hmm. And here's the guy who supposedly should be out there advocating to make sure that at least keep funding for the sanitation, if not increase it, and he's been spending most of his time making arguments about defunding police. So here you have your own Why doesn't everybody just bring the garbage to his house? <laughs> hey, everybody. I know exactly where you need to leave your garbage. That guy. Pile he right lives there. at this location. Here's the address. You can leave it for him. He'll, fig- right in fr- he'll figure him it out. Him and de Blasio. Like right in front of Gracie uh, Mansion. Just I, I like boom, it. Boom, boom, boom. Done. And in terms of de Blasio, how he said he was going to basically clean up the uh, the hotel issue with people. With he the added another pe- one. He added another location. If you're looking for some more homeless people, Staying in hotels, you can now find them in Brooklyn. Well, and you know what's interesting? There's one called Aloft, and they actually have that in Philadelphia, too, because I've stayed at that place. It's beautiful. There's a really nice apartments that come with, like, kitchens. In Brooklyn? No, no, no. There's a, th- I was reading in the paper oh. that there was a place called Aloft that they've turned into homeless shelters oh, okay. in the city. And there is also an Aloft in Philly, and they're, you know, gorgeous apartments, and that's where we had st- I stayed once with Becca during, like, I think freshman orientation. And this is, I mean, it's, it's just terrible. Like, what they're, they're going ahead and turning these places into shelters because they, they, what they were saying is that because the traditional shelters you, were not safe enough. You won't see that happening in Algonquin. No. No, that, no. Will, that will not but, happen. But they yet. were saying that it was because the traditional shelters were not safe enough and they wanted to make sure that whatever place they're staying in is sanitary and safe for them. But unfortunately, you've got people loitering and smoking and drinking and doing all the bad things that they, you know, you know, shouldn't be doing in the first place, right? And then it's, right. It, it makes kind of brings it makes the whole it neighborhood makes it, vibe down. Right. It makes it seem like people are heartless that you don't want to have a that you don't want to find a way to give people shelter, and that's not it at all. But you also have to have certain standards of quality of life in certain areas without all the bad stuff that goes along with people loitering and garbage well, it's and, like, and, and it's drugs. It's almost like the college dorm situation, but if you're going to do that, then yeah. you're going to get flagged on it and you're and you're going to get booted out of it. I mean, why don't they have like one strike, two strikes, whatever, you're out. And then you're out. You're back out. You're back out. Good I morning, mean. Mary Anthe. Um, so, you know, history, right, always, always what? History repeats itself. So, they're talking about the fact that 
wealthy people in the city continue to move out in droves and to find areas remotely and going out to the Hamptons and finding out finding places that are less densely populated. People, to be honest, that can afford to make those changes. And they, there was this um, historian, his name is Ewan Roger. This is a cool job. He's a principal medieval record specialist. Interesting. Right? How do you get that job? Like, I'm going to be a medieval record specialist. That's what he is. And he basically came out and said that the, everything that you're seeing taking place right now with people you know, leaving the city and going out to different areas is the same exact thing that happened during the 1500s with King Henry VIII. And that King Henry VIII... He was like Trump, but... Well, I don't know if he was like Trump, but King Henry VIII and, and families of, of a certain wealth, when there was a pandemic going on, basically were packed trying... Packed up and maybe moved. Packed up and tried to move wherever other people weren't, so... Um, interesting. Pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, Major League Baseball... Right? Even though the Mets aren't playing, doesn't mean the game's still not going on. Um, if you're wondering the playoff format, the playoff format for baseball will most likely be in a bubble. So that'll be interesting uh, to see that while they're not um, operating in a bubble right now, and there's a lot of logistical reasons why they couldn't do what the NBA and NHL did, uh, for the playoffs, Robert Manfred basically said that he would be looked to have to house the uh, playoffs in well, a bubble. Well, yeah, because otherwise you're going to have to like stop and start the games if people get tested again yeah. not a good thing no not good yeah um this is uh an interesting story on JetBlue. Mm -hmm. their policy is very clear what are you, look, who are you looking for somebody uh oh squirrel <laughs> no squirrel. We gotta, uh, there's somebody walking behind so what okay Folks, say good, good morning all right uh, you, <laughs> you like a squirrel you see somebody walking okay by well whatever uh, on JetBlue, their policy is very clear about face mask wearing very clear and they also say at what age you're required to wear a mask so this woman with four four kids or five kids had a two-year-old with her and the two-year-old wasn't wearing the mask and the JetBlue attendant basically said that the child needed to wear the mask and the child wasn't cooperating and they basically had to deplane the flight Wow! because the woman was being very difficult saying that the child won't do it and that you know was, t was taking a stance that the policy I guess wasn't either wasn't either clearly articulated or was ridiculous one or the other people were coming to her defense to the mother and saying like you know you know leave the mother alone this is you know silly but my thought is the policy is the policy yeah and if you can't bring it and they said and if you can't and it's right and if you can't comply with the policy and it's too difficult because you have personal circumstances which don't permit you to, then guess what? You can't travel. You have to stay yeah. home or find another means. I, it sounds cold, but that's the reality. This is their policy. We do not want airlines going ahead and having attendants seeing what they feel is a, a suitable exception and what's not. Here's the policy. Apply it you know, consistently across the board, whether the kid is two years old or you know, 25. It doesn't well, it's more, I mean, listen, I've had this conversation with my dad. I don't know if my mom's going to be able to, on a flight, handle wearing a mask the entire time. So for now, we're just going to, I'll just come to Florida. Right. You know, that's all I'll it's have an to, to do. It's an inconvenience for everybody. I get it. Having a two-year-old putting on a mask is not convenient. It can be very difficult. I don't totally, take them. Then just don't, you, right. Then and you good morning, Brenda. Good morning, then, good morning, Brenda. Then you just can't go on the flight. I'm sorry. It's... It, can't find ways to make exceptions for everybody. It, otherwise, we'll, we'll never, never get out we'll of this. Never get out of this. Um, Taco Bell. Do you like Taco Bell? 
be honest. No, I mean, it's fine. I, I really, you know, I can live without it or not. I don't care. Was, I can't believe the numbers of people that they're serving, but they said that they served an additional 5 million cars in drive-thrus. 5 million wow. cars during the time of the pandemic relative to last year. Interesting. That's huge. That is really big. 5 million, and, and now they are basically uh, redoing a lot of their stores so they can have double double drive-through lanes and stuff because I guess they're getting addicted to the nice sales of all the people of all the cars coming through. So if you're looking for a Taco Bell, you know, there's plenty of drive-through options. Or wow, even more impressive. So, if you like Taco Bell. Um, I know we mentioned it yesterday, and you were like, come on, come on by. Um, this story about this girl in Israel. Oh, it's who, terrible. Who was, who alleges to have been raped by uh, 30 men. This story, I think, is good. It, it was just a little paragraph. This story is going to get much bigger. Mm. It's going to become a much bigger story because now she is supposedly under under police watch. She is being guarded because now she's getting threats by people online saying that this never happened and that she was making stuff up. Wow. Um, so this is gonna. This is one of those stories that you first see it, and I think you're gonna see more attention to it paid. You know, being put paid over the coming days. In coming weeks, if I, I don't think she would make something up like that, um, but it, it, it is a very odd story to, to, to have a claim of 30 men. Yeah, that's um, crazy. So, wow. And like I said, the fact that Netanyahu actually commented on it um, is pretty scary. And also, in, in terms of sick, did you follow the whole thing with Sarah Lawrence? Yeah. With that, I, it starts with an N, Nick, Nick, I don't even know or his other, name, some sort a, of cool there's, guy. There's a, yeah, there's a big case, and I think they're going to make a movie out of it, too, if they haven't already, if, it, if movies ever come out again, about the cult, uh, the man, whatever Beth says, the man's name, who had a cult following of um, women at Sarah Lawrence. His daughter went to school there, and he basically uh, did ungodly things to all these women between prostitution, between um, you know, sexual assault, whatever other cult-like things this guy had. He's behind bars right now, but supposedly even behind bars, he's been able to contact some of the victims because of his father. So he's been out there harassing these poor girls. Oh, terrible. Um, even behind bars. So it's pretty scary, this this guy's... Ugh, terrible. It, so hopefully uh, this comes to you know resolution pretty quickly. We never hear from this guy again. Pretty sick bastard. Um, remember Quiet Riot? Yeah, wasn't a fan. You weren't a fan? Come yeah. on, feel the noise? Nah, it's fine. All right, well, the drummer passed away. Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry to hear his that. Name is, his name is Frankie Benali. Okay. Frankie Benali, the drummer for Quiet Riot. I used to like that song. That was a catchy song. I got to admit, I don't know any other songs like Quiet Riot besides Come On, Feel the Noise, but um, that was a memorable song. When we go back home, we're going to check to see what our house is worth. We have to. Because Why? the housing market is just on fire. Well, keep cleaning stuff up. I've been throwing things out. I need. We need to fix some things. And so, right. We, we, fixed the, we did fix the AC. And I said to the, uh, I did say to the, the AC guy, as long as you fixed it, it could be somebody else's problem when we sell it. That's <laughs> yeah. it. It's not our problem. I don't need to have, you know. Prices up over last year, up on average, 8.5%. Wow. Okay. And in terms of supply, in terms of inventory of houses, 
they're basically down to a three-month supply of inventory. And they say basically a healthy equilibrium between supply and demand is between six to seven months. So well, but you know what's also interesting is that because of all the distance learning going on, it's not as if like families have to rush to move for September. You know, it's almost like they can actually move whenever. Correct. That's, and that's, that's, the, that's, that's the very good news. that's very true. Which is probably hurting some of the supply. They're not in a, they're not in a rush to put them out right. in the market. But there's a ton of people looking to buy them. All right. So the real estate market continues to be very strong, and that's probably going to continue, especially with interest rates where they are and the continued flock outside the city to more suburban areas. So we need to take advantage of that. I, we should. Right. I mean, our kids won't be happy, but no, they won't hey, be, guys, but don't be watching not, but, the show but right not, now. But they're not the ones paying It would be so them. nice to be, like, liquid, right? How you doing? We're liquid. I'd, be, I'd love to be liquid. We're not liquid. Um, I think <laughs> Cousin Terry put this on Facebook post that she did, and then I saw it actually in the news, just how odd 2020 is as a year. Uh, the Gulf of Mexico is looking at two tropical storms at occurring at the same exact time. Ugh. And they say the last time that that happened was once on June 18th, 1959. Okay. And the other was September 5th, 1933. Wow. Two tropical storms coming together at the same time, as in like the movie The Perfect Storm. Oh, this is just Isn't a year to erase. It's, it's terrible. It's te it's te All right, so enough of the... Gloom and doom, lots of negative lot, stories. But I have a couple. About. I have, I have a Anything couple of, positive? Yes, I have a couple of nice. I have a couple of nice stories. Okay, and, good. And one might be nice depending on your perspective. Okay. All right. There was an 18-year-old in Minnesota. Good morning, Craig. Craig Just knows, in time Craig for trivia. Craig knows coming. Craig, you stalker. You, you trivia stalker. You. I love it. <laughs> um, an 18-year-old in Minnesota unfortunately died, drowned. After, however, the, the nice part. How is this lift uplifting? It's, it's uplifting because she's a hero because she saved several younger children from a dam. Oh wow! In Minnesota, so she risked her own life and unfortunately died to pull several children from the dam. I mean, it's I know, it's terrible, but at the same time, you know, it's celebrating a hero. Mm. So. Craig said golf is looking crazy, and I'm at Siesta Keys oh, Beach today. Get oh out, boy. Craig! Get out of there, man! Get out. <laughs> um, and the other nice uh, hero story is Taco Bell's, you know, the topic of conversation today. This shift manager who was working a different shift for on a given day um, saved a man's life in a drive-thru. A drive-thru again. Was he choking? Well, she saw the car was going in the wrong direction, I guess, in the drive-thru, and then stopped. And then she rushed out and came to him. He was non-responsive, didn't have a pulse. She ended up performing CPR. Oh, wow. And, res and resuscitating him and ended up saving his life. All happening through a drive-thru. So you never know what can happen in a drive-thru. You never know. That's, that's a so, good story. Um, and the thing is, is what, what's interesting is that she, had, she is at a higher risk um, for, uh, co not high risk for COVID, but she is immunocompromised. And um, didn't, even didn't even factor in her decision to go save the, to save the guy. So kudos to you um and the last thing here is you're going to be like why you mention this because i think it's cool is that in amsterdam did you know in amsterdam they have a public urination problem Ugh. So thanks for sharing that's uplifting again but it's not uplifting but what they're doing it's not uplifting but what they're, but what they're doing is that they're installing these like almost like these kiosks <laughs> they're called peons they're called green peas. <laughs> oh, green peas. Close. I would call them a peon. They're, they're putting these stalls out right outside in the city 
with grass, it might be even hemp, grass on top, and on the side it's a little target. <laughs> nice. And then you could, afterwards you could smoke it and leave. That's good. Because Amsterdam, the pot's free. So, so they installed, or not free, it's they, they legal. Ins they installed 12 of these, and they said public urination in Amsterdam has been cut down by 50% as Look a result. Look at that. They follow rules. It, 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 I, I think it's pretty good. It's not good. that hard. Just point them in the right direction. That's and, it. The, and the last case is, I don't know if anybody's following the Robert Kraft owner of the Patriots in terms of the uh, the prostitution case. Have you followed it at all? I don't. Another one that I don't really care about, so <laughs> you but can this follow is, it. It's, it's interesting because he supposedly is doing very well in the charges brought against him. Why, why there's a case against him for prostitution anyway is beyond, is just beyond comprehension. Don't we have other things to worry about? Besides yeah, like Lori Loughlin and Massimo. He <laughs> got five months, she got two months. They're trying to get out of that because but they're claiming, like with COVID, they're going to try to just to say they can't go, but, but for they're the going to go. But for the average person... Because there'll, the be there'll be a movie out of that afterwards. No, but for the average person, the case is very interesting because they are, dismiss they are dismissing a lot of the uh, tapes and evidence that they were using against them and they're basically saying that the, that the police overstepped their bounds in terms of surveillance. Okay. So this is going to be helpful to the average common man or woman out there who, who goes to the masseuse. Well, it just does anything in terms of video, <laughs> in terms of video surveillance, in terms of invasion of privacy. So, and and that's clearly what happened in this particular case with Mr. Kraft. Um, you know what he decides to do with whoever he decides to do it in his own, you know. All right, let's move time. on. I don't care about him. Well, it's important to, right. to know what happens just because, again, vi listen, we are in a, I'm serious. We are in an age now, right now, where everything is watched, uh, right? Including our Including this. show. No, but we, there is no privacy anymore. So I think this is going to be a very important case to see what ends up happening whether or not they dismiss the charge. I'm more curious them. to see if Lori Loughlin's going to play herself oh, in, the, by uh, the way, in the college scandal the movie. The judge ripped into her. Yeah, really. And basically said that she, you know, basically ripped into her for having the quote-unquote charmed life that she does, and and how she took advantage of it. And both of her girls are not even going. They they withdrew from school. They don't. You know, they're not going to even not that go smart. to college. It's not that they're that not that smart. They have all these followers. They'll still have money. It doesn't matter. It was like, why are you? It's ridiculous. So. All right. Sad. Well, I I'm not going to talk about Mr. Kraft anymore. I'm going to let you talk about trivia. All right. You got to go yeah. to your. Can oh, you, you uh, turn your you. turn your phone off. Now I gotta see what. There you go. Okay, now I gotta look at my own. So we, I did a lot of uh, Maine trivia today because we're here. Because we're in Maine. Right. All right. So, but here's the first word. Epizuxis. Epizuxis, or epizuxis. Some skin condition. No. We we would think it would because of the epi part, but that's a trick. Okay. It's a literary or rhetorical device that appeals to or invokes the reader's or listener's emotions through the repetition of words in quick succession. Right? I will forget that about 20 seconds like, after. Moo, moo, moo. <laughs> right? Epizuxis. Like Greg. Moo, moo, moo. Get out of there if there's a, go there's a, there's a storm. storm. Right, exactly. Right. Okay. What's the main state bird? Or what's the state bird for Maine? funny because you kind of told a news story yesterday that would oh and, and ivy wanted me to spell it e-p-i-z-e-u-x-i-s huh. all right what's the main bird yeah 
You told a story yesterday. I told a story. I told a story. You did about. Um, I mean, if I tell you, you're gonna know exactly what it is. It was one of the stories that you talked about. It was a sad story. Yes, Brenda, the chickadee. You're oh. so good. Do you remember the chick story? You yes, said? I did. Don't and send those to me. Right. <laughs> okay. Next question. What is the nickname for Maine? How, why is there a nickname? It's, it, it can't be any shorter than just that. No, same but name. there's like an. It's like known for. It's a nickname for something. Nickname for Maine. Um, nickname for. You got me. The vacation state or vacation land. How do you like that? All right. What famous Stephen King movie was set in Maine? Pet Cemetery? I don't know. Because this is another one. There's, there's, <laughs> there's actually two. It, um, this one, I, I didn't realize it. Because you don't see much of Maine in the movie. Cujo? No. The Shawshank Redemption. Wait. First of all, that was Stephen King? Yeah, it was a, based on a Stephen King book. I get confused between Steven Spielberg and Stephen King, but it was a Stephen King wow, book. Wow, okay. That yeah, The Shawshank me. Redemption. So, name another famous Stephen King book and movie set in Maine. This one was... Um, I love remember The Shawshank the, Redemption. I could watch that movie over and over. Do you, okay, this one was... She would, she played a like a um, she was kind of seemed like a nasty woman, but she was kind of hard you know hard on her luck and her husband died. And we didn't know whether or not she killed the husband. He was abusive, and and we don't know if she like buried him in a ditch. No. No. Dolores Claiborne. Oh. <laughs> Kathy, that's a good movie too. That's a great. That's movie, a great movie, right? Yes. I was like, that uh, was in Maine. How do you I like that? Uh, okay. How many U.S. presidents or vice presidents are are from Maine? Just give the total between vice presidents and presidents? Yeah. Four. Nope, even less. Uh, two. One. There are zero presidents and only one vice president, Hannibal Hamlin. He was the 15th vice president of the United States. Wow. Okay. The Maine doesn't produce a lot of presidents. Nope. All right. Name a professional sports team in Maine. There's none in baseball. There's none in basketball. There's none in football. None. There aren't any. That's right. I was a little trick question. Trick question. I was going to say, you can't. There aren't any. Because there aren't any. Excellent. All right, now a little bit of non-main stuff. Which MLB team hit the most home runs in 2019? Because I always have to give you a sports question. Minnesota Twins. No. No. Don't. You're thinking maybe of a player, but this collectively, no. Hi, Alicia. Alicia's watching. She shared... A cute photo from 10 years ago. 10 years ago, we went to Bar Harbor. Tear. Tear. Um, Love Bar Harbor. That was so beautiful. Most home runs in 2019. 2019, yeah. What happened to Craig? The, the I think he was not into the main stuff. No, the Dodgers. 
And then it was the Yankees after that. Um, we're going to fact check that one later. I Googled it, so okay. Google said it. <laughs> All right. I don't know. All right, name three celebrities who own liquor companies. Name three Good morning, Alicia. Three celebrities that own liquor companies. We said Ryan Reynolds, right? Yep, that's one. Shouldn't we're be not, that hard. We're not counting Francis Ford Coppola, are we? Five, no, nine. no, no, no. Hi, Beth. Beth, we were talking uh, about real estate. We could have given you a plug. What's going on? <laughs> Come on. Uh, let's see. Oh, he's John Bon Jovi. She's right. He, he has uh, his. He has a. Um, yes. Uh, one more. When in doubt, always answer John. He has bon a Jovi. wine. He has a wine company. That's right. Ryan Reynolds. What's the third one? Um, Come on. It, this should be an easy one. He owns it with another famous person who's married to a supermodel. A former Sports Illustrated supermodel. Come on, guys. Know. Thank you, Alicia. I knew George Alicia. Clooney? George Clooney and Randy Gerber. They own like a, a vodka company. I don't know. They're very well. It's like ridiculously wealthy. Okay. So then this will take <laughs> us back to Maine again. What's the most famous cocktail in Maine? The famous cocktail in Maine. Is it something blueberry? Blueberry? No. No. I, I thought it would be just because, but it's not. Oh, she said, I can't hear you. What's the most famous cocktail in Maine? I'm sorry. I was talking low. I was being a little bit of a low, a low talker. talker. I can't hear you. Oh, she got it. Wait. Oh, she got that. Did you get this? Did what's you get this? Come on, what's the most famous cocktail? Most famous cocktail in Maine. I, I, no, no, I, no, you got that. I asked I another don't question. Know. What's the answer? Cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan? Yeah, that's what it says. I mean, um, you know, again, uh, that's what Google says. All right, <laughs> so uh, this is name this TV series. Let's see if I can get this to be loud a little oops it says oops something went wrong uh, oh hold on hold on keep talking hold on Beth is trying to get a song on the phone yes I'll get it the blueberry mojito I, I know thought, I thought it was something blueberry too Alicia but it's not Oh man, I already gave the answer. <laughs> well, I kind of gave the answer, but the reason I did that was because SpongeBob, right? Because it's it's also set in Maine, because it's Krusty Krab and all kinds of other like sea creatures. And it's and it's the cheesiest show. Thank you, Brenda. I gave and there's a lot of and there's also a lot of gay pride flags. Yes, like that, which is, exactly. Which it was and, a main cartoon. For, How do you great. like that? Things you didn't necessarily know. <laughs> so I, today I taught you that there I, are lots of films and you know no sports and only it, one vice president. Like look at all the knowledge you have today about Maine if you were so, ever to visit. And oh, by the way, and Maine, the chickadee. Maine. Um, contributes 90% of the lobster supply in the United States. Just want you to know that. And is also and I consume about 1% of it. <laughs> and also the biggest blueberry producer. I oh, love blueberries. Biggest blueberry producer is Maine. Yes. See? Things you so, want to know about Maine. Uh, I oh, it's on our TV <laughs> now. I love it. So 
we are going to share some other videos today. We may go live again. We'll see because we want you to see how beautiful it is here. Um, That'll probably be tomorrow. We're maybe spend, tomorrow. We're, we're, we're going to spend, spend the, the day and just enjoy. We're going to spend the rest of the day and just chill out and hang yes. out and stuff like that. Exactly. Okay. Tomorrow, I think we'll probably do a little more videotaping and stuff. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, but yeah. After all, it is our anniversary. Weekend, it is. So right? we're going to go to some. As much really as I love sell, you know, spending with all of you, we could spend a little bit of time together. Right? Yes, and I'm going to do some nice little shopping at all the cute little shops because that's my favorite thing to do. And it's not my favorite thing to do, but I still come along for the ride. Thank you. All right. All right. So on that note, everybody, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Maybe we'll see you guys tomorrow, possibly. Just um, for a little bit. Just for, just for a tiny bit. Because then and we have to drive, or he has to drive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I have to drive. Yes. Yeah, stop by Marginal Way later on today, Alicia. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you were here. Me too. Me oh. too. All right, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll be back again soon. And uh, smiles, everyone. Smiles. Mwah. Bye.